0: What a year 1967 was for the country of Canada. It was before my time, I'll have you know. But it was the year celebrating the Canadian centennial and it went on all year long. Yes, it was the 100th anniversary of the Canadian Confederation where celebrations in Canada occurred throughout the year but culminated on Dominion Day, July 1st, 1967. But only a few months prior, there was no celebrating in parts of Alberta. I wanna tell you why. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History from the Weather Network in Canada. Alberta was beat down by blizzards, so you forgive them if they were not as wrapped up in the approach of Dominion Day as the rest of the country was this day in weather history. All right, I wanna start with this. There was the lost generation born 1883 to 1900. Then, the greatest generation, also known as the G.I. Gen, born 1901 through 1927. They dealt with World War I. There was the silent gen, born between 1928 and 45. They were World War II. There were the baby boomers, product of the return of the soldiers from World War II, and they were born between 1946 and 1964. Then there's my generation, Generation X, greatest generation of all time, I say, born from 1965 through 1980. Then the Millennials, born between 1981 and 1996, followed by the Zoomers, or Gen Z, born between 1997 and 2012. I tell you that because there was one generation that I didn't mention. In 1967 in Canada, any child born was given the designation a centennial. So after everything I just said, anyone born in the year 1967 was henceforth known as a centennial. Cool, eh? This same year and less than three months from the grand July 1st extravaganza, snowstorms hit Southern Alberta that would define their year and have nothing to do with 100 years of confederation. There were a series of storms in this. There was April 17th to 20th. That picked up again April 27th through the 29th. Then an unwelcome encore happened at the beginning of May. This deluge brought an unprecedented amount of snow into the area, and in some cases, after the full series, there was reported to have been as much as 175 centimeters. That is also known as 5 feet 9 inches of snow in the april 15th episode of this podcast if you missed it, go back and listen to it i spoke about just who does and who does not really consider snow depth as a matter of data in the storm it mattered it mattered a lot remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways right now you are listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider but there is also the daily podcast video short they are shot right here in my podcast recording studio so you get that perspective and oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Because these storms hit while we were getting later on into April, many cattle head were already out in their pastures. This was a big problem when you consider over five and a half feet of snow and the obvious sustained cold that would have accompanied such an event. Thousands of cattle unable to find grass would sadly die from this long duration weather event. But it was not without an international effort to save these animals as a total of nine helicopters from both Canada and the United States military pitched in to airlift more than 30 tons of feed for the cattle while army units were dispatched to assist in trying to dig away and clear the crippling amount of snow. And it didn't just involve efforts to save livestock. Helicopters were also used in an effort to transport fuel and get food to stranded residents of Southern Alberta. And when I say crippling, I meant it to the truest extent of its very definition. Motorists were stranded on roads and highways, and a special Canadian Pacific Railway Unit was sent out to help in the rescue. It was a special rigged rescue train that was pushing a snowplow. It was the only machine strong enough to get through the high drifts in an effort to save what was reported as being 30 stranded motorists at Sterling That was 19 miles south. In that distressed situation, there were families who had been there since early in the morning. This went on all day and all night. The children were rescued and they were brought to safety earlier in the day when they were picked up, get this, by Alberta government telephone line crews. Literally, everyone who could pitched in to help out in this one. And that is as truly Canadian a story as you will ever hear. And it happened in our centennial year, on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is April 18, and in another great Canadian story that is steeped in weather significance, we will look back at the very first enhanced Fujita-scale tornado in our country's history. This changed everything. That's tomorrow, on this day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.